Talks, a chat with Finance Malta, is the podcast series that gives you short, thoughtful and regular insights from leading experts of the financial services industry. I'm Vanessa MacDonald. Welcome. Hello and welcome to another in the FinTalks series being organised by Finance Malta. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about cyber security. And I have with me David Kelleher, who's a specialist at BMIT in security content. David, perhaps we can start by explaining why there is all of a sudden all of this emphasis on the need for cyber security. Um, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you for the opportunity. Why cyber security and why the urgency? Um, I would I would start by saying that cybersecurity has always been extremely important. The challenges of new technology coming up, businesses are becoming more exposed to threats. You have remote work, you have third party companies working for you, all of them are somehow linked together online, there is data being exposed in multiple ways. The rewards for those who manage to reach a company are extremely high. So there is value in that data being stolen, there is value in that data being sold on to other parties. So cybersecurity is becoming a topic that more and more businesses are becoming aware of. And now there's also this sudden urgency to do something about it. Uh, Unfortunately, in security, we've always encountered a situation where it won't happen to me mentality. It is something that is pervasive across businesses, not only here in Malta, but across the world. It's always been, oh, don't worry, I'm too small a company to be a target of a hacker or of a ransomware attack or a phishing attack. And the reality, it's the total opposite. Every piece of data has some importance linked to it, whether it's personally identifiable information, it could be sales information, it could be even just a copy of a contract. That has value to that organization. So if I can put that organization in a position where they are going to pay me because I took their data, then I've won. So it has nothing really to do with the size of a company anymore. Yes, the bigger the company, the more data they have. They also have more security measures in place to protect that data. But so, if anything, the SMEs are actually more at actually risk. Actually, smaller the company. And as you say, the because they're all interlinked, exactly. they also provide services to, to third parties. And the more, okay, in the past, we, what we used to call the brick and mortar business, where you have everything in a building. Access is via a door, you have a key, or maybe you have a keypad, and all your data is safe. Today, brick and mortar doesn't exist anymore. Today, you have your employees that are working from home, they go abroad, they're traveling, they have their phones, they have their tablets, 
data is in, on every single device that they have. So now, it is not the company that is the weakest link. It is the employee that is the weakest link. Um, people have always been aware of the risks of you know, IT and so on and so forth, but it tended to be the lone voice at the technical level saying, hey, listen, you know, we need to look at this, we need to close up this virtual uh, door and, and, and padlock it. Has it now filtered through to the boardroom level? Very, very good question. There's been quite a debate recently on the disconnect between C-level board, the IT team, and security in general. And that has... The, the issue has always been dealt with in a way that you have your IT team, they identify a weakness, they go to the board or to the management say, hey guys, we have this issue, we need this amount of money, will you invest? So then you go through the usual, well, do we need it? Do we need it now? Do we need it now? <laughs> yes. Are there alternatives? Can it wait until the next budget cycle? And suddenly you have this complete disconnect between the security people who are trying to close a loophole and management who are looking at the financial part, which both are right, both are correct. It's, so what is, what is now happening? What is being encouraged? So they're looking now at a top-down approach to cybersecurity. But for this to happen, they need, both parties need to speak a common language. So it is useless for an IT guy to go to management sit on a board meeting and say, you know, I need to introduce an, an, an HIDS system, which is a host-based intrusion detection system, when the CFO and the CEO have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. But if you explain in a language that they can understand, look, this is going to protect every single attack surface that we can identify within the organization. It is going to protect every piece of data that is either coming in or leaving the organization. This means X amount in value because we are protecting the data. That's, where, that's where they start to the take notice. suddenly starts looking at, ah, there's <laughs> value, there's risk. Now, if I don't invest, I am risking losing my data, which has this value. But if I invest a certain amount of money, then I am reducing the risk. It is a, a risk that is now acceptable to me as a member of the board and management. And I am willing to see that money being invested to help shore up an issue. Gosh, how interesting. But also, I think um, it must be super difficult to quantify risk, especially when you take into account the fact that even an SME could be providing third-party services to a much larger one. I mean, if you talk about, for example, you know, a small company that is serving a bank, for example, um, it's the bank's losses they have to also protect, Absolutely. just, you know, because they're I a mean, backdoor. Third parties... Um 
the supply chain, third-party supply chain. This is becoming one of the a very very big issue because companies are so dependent on third parties that how do I know that that third party is securing my data? Whatever access they have to my systems, are they doing it in such a way that there are no weaknesses? There's no one, they have the permissions and authorization to do so. What are they doing with their passwords and access codes? What so, you said earlier on, it's down it's to the employees and individual employees. devices. And we're seeing this also um, recently with Dora. If you look at Dora, one of the, um, the chapters is specifically on third parties. Third parties, yes. Risk management. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it is becoming such an issue for organizations. You are only as strong as your weakest link. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, the more, the, weaker, the more links you have to do business, the more you are increasing your risk. But David, I don't understand really what the role of BMIT is. I mean, we uh, all know you very much as the data center, right. co-location, etc. But I understand that you're now moving into a very different area where you're looking at full suite technology and advisory services. So is that where cybersecurity comes into so, it? So yes, that is where cybersecurity comes in. Obviously, um, you have to keep everybody's data yes, safe. Which is security... <laughs> has always, always been, been there, but now you're... Priority. Exactly. So what we've seen, and there has been sort of a journey of transformation you know, for BMIT, is that we have seen that cybersecurity is becoming an increasingly important factor for businesses. We have, over the years, built up years of experience dealing with security for our own systems for our own data center. We have the expertise internally of people who understand security. And we also, part of our sort of our mission is always to provide excellence in whatever we do. So combining those three, we've seen as a company that look, the market is calling out for, for this level of service and cybersecurity in everything we do. So if we're offering a virtual machine on our data center, you need to protect it. If you're offering backup, it is part of cybersecurity. You cannot have a secure data environment if you don't have backups. So we've seen this as an important service to offer, not only to our current clients, but also to other businesses in the, in the marketplace. And this is, is slowly evolving now, where we're offering a, almost a full suite of services to protect businesses. So you can actually go to a company, um, analyze their system and figure out what the flaws are or the potential flaws, because I mean, SMEs would not have that kind of expertise. Absolutely. In fact, one of the recent tools that we have developed is a cybersecurity discovery assessment whereby we follow an international framework, which are the, um, uh, we call them the CHIS controls. And on that basis, we look at that organization and we look at their cybersecurity from a number of levels, both from a technical perspective, but also from a risk perspective. Do you have this particular 
tool in place? Yes? No. Do you address this issue by implementing this particular process? Yes or no? And that gives them an idea of what we call the security posture. So, how secure is your business? How, what is the level of risk in terms of cybersecurity? And then, on the basis of that, we are then able to advise clients, okay, you have a problem here. You only have one copy of your data which is held in your office. That is a big red flag. No, no. So, backups, external copies of your backups are required. For example, they don't have um, an awareness in pro program in place for their employees because education within the organization is also critical today. So we can advise the clients on, on numerous levels on how to improve their cybersecurity posture. Then there are other things that a business can do. So they can do what we call a basic risk assessment, which goes beyond security. That is more of literally just what is the level of risk in that organization. But we don't do that. So, um, obviously, what we are trying to do with the cybersecurity discovery assessment tool is to help companies, especially SMBs, who may not have the expertise within the organization to be able to reach a position where they can say that their business is as secure as they need it to be. And so this is where our advisory role comes in. It's something that we are building up. Um, uh, it is something that we have the expertise that we can help them. We understand security. We understand the infrastructure um, and we understand the business. At business. the end of the day, this is all about digital trust, isn't it? I mean, yes, if you... that is correct. Yeah. Um, so how do we define... From the customer trust? point of view as well. I mean, correct. they're going to feel a lot better about the entities that they're dealing with if they know that their data or money or anything else is in a secure absolutely, environment. Absolutely. In fact, a recent survey by um, McKinsey found that many companies, uh, many customers, before they actually purchase... Um, 85% are more confident if they know that the company has a data privacy policy in place or they have data, data security policies in place, which are very, very important. So people are starting to realize, hey, I am giving personal information to this company. Can I trust it? And it goes beyond simply saying, can I trust company A with my data? It also means if something happens tomorrow, do I have enough faith and trust that that company is, is going to do its utmost to A, recover my data, but more importantly, has it done everything in its power to secure my data? And that is the difference between a customer returning and continuing to do business or abandoning the company. 
David, recently Finance Malta hosted a webinar with Mita and the Cybersecurity NCC um, where we were talking about a programme that is being offered specifically to SMEs. Uh, the programme is called CyberAlt. Are you involved with that in any way? Yes. Um, as I mentioned, uh, one of our roles is tech advisory and where we can help businesses. Um, first of all, businesses can benefit from up to 60,000, um, uh, 80% of their investment um, in cybersecurity solutions. And how can we help? Well, we basically can help and advise the company, first and foremost, on the practicalities of going through the whole process, documentation, filling in forms, the, the whole uh, rigmarole that they have to go through. Uh, but more than that, it is also advising them on what cybersecurity solutions are suitable for their needs. It is identifying where they have maybe um, their risk is higher than normal. Maybe they have systems that are legacy, old, need replacement. There might be some infrastructure issues that they need to handle. And that is where then we can step in by helping them to go through the process whereby which is great, they can get these funds to actually implement solutions that probably they might not have because they don't have that appetite to spend that money on security. And so this is where we can help them to, to sort of step up, go up another level in their security posture. David, thank you very much for passing on all this information. You're most welcome. That's all for today. Subscribe now to the FinTalks and follow Finance Malta on all social media platforms to stay updated with all our activities. Till the next podcast.